Girl Camper is brought to you by Progressive Insurance, Go Little Guy Worldwide, and Penguin Random House. Hello, my name is Janine Pettit, and I'm a girl camper. I go places and I do things in my little 1966 Go Tagalong Vintage Travel Trailer. Along the way, I meet many interesting people traveling the back roads, and I want to share their stories with you. We will talk about the qualities of what makes a girl camper and how you can become a girl camper, too. The girl campers are having a party, and you're invited. Stay tuned while I share what's happening on the back roads of America the Beautiful. A proud sponsor of Girl Camper, Little Guy Trailers are in the business of getting you into the great outdoors. To make camping easier and most of all more fun, their trailers are all lightweight and easy to tow behind most vehicles. Plus, they offer the safety and security we girl campers want. Visit them at GoLittleGuy.com to find out which trailer suits you or your car, truck, or even motorcycle. See just how easy it is to get out there with a Little Guy trailer behind you all the way. Welcome. I'm Janine Pettit, Girl Camping Ambassador, Blogger, Adventurist, and Podcaster. And this is episode number 35 of Girl Camper, the podcast. Well, my guest today is one half of the dynamic duo that make up the RV Family Travel Atlas podcast team, none other than Mr. Jeremy Puglisi. If you're a regular listener, you know that Jeremy hates being left out of all the girl camper fun. He's always volunteering to come over to the campground and take pictures of our trailers whenever we're camping nearby. And he's been dying to be on the show. So I got this idea that I would ask Jeremy to come over and share with us his top Father's Day picks for your RVing dad or your Mr. Sister or your significant other or your best friend or whoever it is you're going to buy a Father's Day gift for. So Jeremy is on the show today and he's going to be sharing with us his top picks. Girl Camper is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Gazing at the stars and hanging at the campfire are best enjoyed with the bliss of saving money by adding an RV policy to another progressive policy like a car, motorcycle, or boat. Save money and set out on a new journey by calling 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visiting progressive.com backslash RV. Well, there's a lot of news in the news roundup today, and I want to get right down to it. And the first thing I want to do is welcome our new sponsor, Go Little Guy. Go Little Guy Worldwide is the maker of the teardrop trailers, the largest manufacturer in the world of teardrop trailers, but they also make the wonderfully accommodating and beautiful tab trailer that is a girl camper's answered prayer. So many of the girl campers own these trailers and those who do own them with such a fierce loyalty. <laughs> you will not see them trading their tabs in the way the girls are trading in their vintage trailers. These trailers are a girl camper dream. So 
Sandy from episode 12 went down to Nashville over the weekend and she picked up her new tab trailer. So when Sandy was on the show, she was talking about her vintage trailer that she bought off of Craigslist for $750 and she poured a lot of money into and it was still just something too big, too heavy, too worrisome. It's a constant maintenance battle when you own a vintage trailer. And Sandy has three boys who do a lot of work on her trailer, but she just got to a place where she just wanted to get in the trailer and go, and she didn't want to be worrying about it. So she started really studying the options out there for girl camper trailers, and she had a few things in mind, but she kept coming back to that tab, and she kept coming back to the tab. And so she gave a call to our friend Mike Harlan over at Hay to See Airstream, and he gave her some points and tips and really talked to her about why why that was a good choice for her and she felt so confident after that conversation that she went ahead and she got the tab. So she went down to Nashville over the weekend to get it and I've been following her journey back home on Instagram. She took her little dog with her and they've been staying at campgrounds on the way home getting to know her new baby and Sandy purchased it with the tent attachment which I really really love. That is a full tent. It has a floor, it comes up on the sides, it covers your wheel so you're fully contained. Yet it has the option of opening up the sides and just becoming a big screen room as well. But you could actually put two cots out there and have a girlfriend sleep out there or two or actually three. So. It makes a good option for a family camper as well. If you had little kids, you could sleep with your door open and the kids out there in cots. So Sandy purchased the tent along with the trailer. So I have a feeling in the drizzly weather, Sandy's camper is going to be our new hangout. <laughs> we usually hang out at my camper during the rain because I have an awning, but an awning is only good in a light drizzle because everything comes in the side. So this is a really big screen room. So I'm so excited for Sandy and I'm so excited to welcome Go Little Guy aboard. And Go Little Guy, thanks for making girl camping easier, safer, and prettier. All right, our other news on the News Roundup today is that I was at the Country Living Fair all weekend long in Rhinebeck, New York, and that was so much fun as always. I was across from the Go RVing booth where we were just promoting the RV lifestyle all weekend long, and I have to tell you, my new trailer was a big hit, and many, many people toured it, so many that my husband was actually getting a little agita over it because everybody was grabbing the door handle and climbing in and out of it all weekend, and he just kept thinking, oh, all this wear and tear, but it's built to last. And anyway, it was very well received and so much fun to be there. We had a great time. All the regular vendors that I love to see are there. And we did get a little rain on um, Sunday. Actually, if you're on the East Coast, you know that we got hammered. And of course, when we um, went to pack up, it was an absolute deluge. But we got out and it was a lot of fun. And I'm looking forward to the September and October Country Living Fairs. So they do two in the spring, April and early June. And then we'll do the third weekend in September in Columbus, Ohio. And then we'll do the third third or fourth weekend. Yeah, I think it's the third weekend, October 23, 24 in Atlanta, Georgia. So I will be at both of those fairs as well. 
Now, I have to tell you, we took the new trailer. My husband came with me. And um, rookie mistake number two. So we had another little mishap with the new trailer, which I want to share with you because we are making these costly mistakes and I do not want you to do these things. <laughs> so we packed up at home. Trailer's level. Everything's good. Lights are working. Pin is down. Safety is in. Chains are on. I go through the whole safety checklist. We're driving along. The thing tows like a dream. We're very happy. And we get to the camp, uh, it wasn't at the campground, it was staged at the Dutchess County Fairgrounds. So when we got it there, we set it up and we went back to the hotel and we spent a lovely weekend at the fairgrounds. And when we packed up to go in the pouring rain on Sunday, my husband went to plug in the lights and I heard him yell, uh-oh. Well, we didn't know this, we didn't see this when we pulled in on Friday or Thursday night. Apparently, this is this is what we're surmising happened. When we went to plug in the lights yesterday, the cord that brings the electric and the signals from the um, brake box in the trailer up to the car, the seven-way plug was completely frayed and on the verge of disconnecting in the middle. And we looked at it in the way the wear, it looked as if someone ran it over with a mower or something. But I think what actually happened is that cord was long enough. I thought I had it. When I plugged it in, it did not touch the ground. But I think when you're turning, changing lanes, I don't know, it, it wasn't touching the ground, but it, it had worn completely almost in half. It was hanging by a thread. So there were no longer any connections on it. So it looks as if I was dragging it on the ground, on the pavement. So rookie mistake number two, if your cord is that long, you need to zip tie it with a zip tie up to your a hitch in some way. Susie Q was there and she showed us that she zip ties hers to the little pin that holds her um, latch for her hitch in place. So anyway, standing there in the pouring rain, my husband was able to splice the whole thing back together and we had electrical tape and someone gave us some duct tape because the trailer is new and we had not yet put our little tool kit in it. So there we were with this incident in which we needed tools and we did not have any. So that was rookie mistake number three. So when you transfer things from your old trailer to your new trailer, put your toolkit in there. <laughs> so anyway, so we're holed up in the parking lot there and putting it all together and they're all, they're working fine now. So when I take the trailer in to get the new stabilizing jacks put on it. I also have to have my plug replaced and I have no idea what that's going to cost, but that is one big heavy duty plug. So I don't know what that's going to cost, but rookie mistake number two, make sure that cord does not drag on the ground. All right, so we're going to be back in a minute and I'm going to talk about my experience with progressive insurance when I went to insure my new camper. I went to my local progressive agent right in town, and I'm going to tell you what I got in my policy. We'll be back in a minute with Campfire Chat. Want to get in the great outdoors but don't know where to start? Little Guy Trailers has your back. A proud sponsor of the Girl Camper Podcast, Little Guy Trailers want to help you live free. 
Little guide trailers are simple, secure spaces that are lightweight and easy to tow behind most vehicles, big or small. Before you head out camping, visit littleguide.com for details on models, amenities, and information on how easy it is to get started with Little Guy. Welcome back. In our campfire chat today, I want to share with you what my experience was when I insured my new trailer. So for all these years, 10 years now, I have been towing around a vintage trailer. I started with a 1959 Field and Stream, and I just kept that insured on my auto insurance. So if I was towing it and something happened, it would have been covered by my auto insurance, but had it been stolen or a tree fell on it in the driveway in a bad thunderstorm, as did happen to a sister on the fly in Texas, um, that would not have been covered. So I was partially covered for that trailer. And I was only covered for its value. And a 1959 Field and Stream is worth about $300. (laughs) But in reality, it was worth much, much more than that because it was in mint condition and it had been beautifully restored. So I never got agreed value insurance on that trailer. I didn't even know it existed. So When I bought my new trailer, my brand new 2017 Riverside Retro, it's my new baby, and I wanted it really insured if anything happened to it because I just paid a lot of money for it. So I wasn't settling for the insurance that comes with my car because that does not cover every single thing that could happen in a trailer. So I went over to my local progressive agent and I said I bought a brand new trailer and I want these things in my policy. So I got a basic RV policy through progressive. And then I asked her about all of the things that we talk about on the show and that progressive has been sharing with us in their wonderful ads. So I want to go through what I ended up getting. So the first thing I asked them about is the total loss replacement policy. This is not the same as your regular RV policy. So the total loss replacement policy is a little added feature that if anything happens to your new trailer in the first two years of owning it, they will replace it at the total replacement value. So if something happens to my new trailer two years from now, they're not going to give me what I paid for it. They're going to replace it at the cost it is that day. So I'm getting total loss replacement of my new trailer within the first two years. So I added that to my policy, and I believe it was a whopping fee of like $11 more per year. So for $11 more, I'm getting a total replacement policy uh, addendum added to my policy. The other thing I asked them about was the roadside assistance, because I have roadside assistance with my auto insurance. But guess what I found out? If my trailer breaks down, if my car breaks down, they'll tow my car and leave my trailer on the shoulder. Now, that's not going to do me any good because anyone could then pull up and drive away with my trailer, anyone with the hitch. So I needed a policy in which they were going to tow my trailer and my car. So the interesting thing about the 
progressive policy is even if your car is not insured by progressive and mine is not my husband has had Allstate on our cars for uh, 35 years so even if your car is not insured by progressive but your trailer breaks down and they need to tow your trailer to a place for repair they will also tow your car so I had to get that because I don't want to leave my trailer on the side of the road or my car, depending on which one breaks down. So I added the roadside assistance. Now, the other thing that I was sort of on the fence about was this vacation liability. This is an addendum that Progressive can add to your policy in which, let's just say someone, some kid is running through your campsite. And you know when you're at a campground, people cut through your site. It's really improper etiquette for campgrounds you should not cut through somebody's site without asking them but kids start playing at the campground and they start running now what if this kid tripped over your power cord and went flying with a stick in his hand and poked his eye out or you know needed stitches or broken arm or something like this so and these things happen believe me they happen so this Vacation liability is another thing you can add to your policy, and that covers you up to $500,000 if anyone is injured around your RV or your campsite. So I did end up adding that to my policy because it was so inexpensive to add it. I just figured, you know, why not? So I did it. The other thing that I added was the emergency expense. So this is a part that if you are on vacation, as my husband and I are now, we're up in Rhinebeck, New York at the Country Living Fair, and I just talked about what happened to us. We went to plug in our trailer and we had no power. Our lights, I mean, I'm I'm sure it was our fault. We don't really know what happened. We're surmising that we were dragging that cord. It is possible that while we were parked there, they did have some front-end loaders in forklifts, and they were moving picnic tables around, but I, I think we dragged it on the ground. Either way, we could not drive it last night without that being repaired. Now, my husband was able to repair it, which was good, but if he wasn't, then we would be stuck here. So the emergency expense covers things like that. It covers your hotel, but it also covers transportation and towing. If we had had a motorhome and the engine wasn't working, they would come out and tow it to the nearest repair shop. And if it was going to take two or three days to fix it, they would cover your hotel expenses in the towing and transportation for you. Because if you had a motorhome, you'd need a rent-a-car if you weren't towing one. So the emergency expense little addendum, I ended ended up getting that too. And the last thing I ended up getting was the personal effects. Now, I was joking on the show earlier saying, well, you know, if someone wants my crocheted pot holders out of my trailer, they can have them. For years and years when I've been traveling with Sisters on the Fly, I really don't, I never even had a lock on the vintage trailer door. It literally did not have a lock. When I went to bed at night, I bungee corded it. (laughs) So anyway, There was never anything in it. I don't know what anyone would ever want in my trailer. It's just a bunch of vintage tchotchkes for girl camping, and I I never worried about locking it because if anyone wanted to break in and steal my plaid quilt, I guess they could have it. But now I travel with my MacBook Pro and my podcasting equipment, and 
a really expensive Canon camera. Well, I'm not gonna drag these things around with me every time I go somewhere, so they are in the trailer. I've just alerted everyone to what I have in my trailer. But, so I thought, you know what? If those things were stolen out of my trailer, it would cost me three or $4,000 to replace those things. So I ended up getting a policy in which I have a $250 deductible. So that gives me peace of mind. I don't wanna have anxiety every time I lock the trailer door because my new trailer has an actual lock on it. Lock the trailer door and go for a kayak um, spin or a hike and be worrying all the time about whether or not I'm gonna come back and find my equipment still there. So. When I added all of these things, the total loss replacement, the roadside assistance, the vacation liability, the emergency expense, and the personal effects, all of these things were anywhere from 11 to 18 additional dollars per year. So when I finished my whole policy, and I really don't think I could have added one more thing to it, my whole coverage for the entire year was just over $300 which I, I thought was a screaming bargain because I have never insured a trailer before and I don't know what I expected it to be, but I, I thought it was gonna be huge. And so now for a little over $300, anything that goes wrong with my trailer, I'm covered for. So I just have great peace of mind over the whole thing. And I gotta tell you, I, I really felt like, um, like a take charge person. I went in there, my husband always takes care of this stuff. So this was part of my whole girl camper thing. This is my trailer, my um, payment on it. I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna figure out this and I'm gonna make a choice on my own. And I did all the research and I found a great agent in Bordentown, New Jersey, and they did a great job for me. So I thank them very much. And um, I got my policy and I feel very empowered. So that's my experience with Progressive and everything I got on my policy. And I hope you have a similar experience. And if you do, uh, write into the show and let us know. I'd like to know what other people are getting and what you're adding on to your policies because I feel like I'm covered for absolutely everything right now. And that gives me a lot of peace of mind when I hit the road. We're going to be back in a minute and we're going to have Jeremy on the show who's going to share with us what his top picks are for Father's Day gifts. And I, I know what I'm getting, Rick, and I'll share that at the end. We'll be back in a minute. And now it's time to find out where in the USA is flow. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Head on over to Stephanie and Jeremy's Instagram account, which is RV Family Travel Atlas. Take a look at the picture of flow and tell us the name of the location. If you think you know, tag a friend along with your answer. If you give us the right answer, You'll be entered to win some really cool progressive branded swag. Now, I'm not saying you're going to get a flow bobblehead doll of your own, but you're going to get some cool stuff. So head on over to Stephanie and Jeremy from RV Family Travel Atlas, their Instagram account, tag somebody, and see if you can identify where flow is. Well, listeners... <laughs> I have a special, special guest again. I just had a special, special guest two weeks ago when I had my, my Mr. Sister. Well, now I have Stephanie's Mr. Sister. Welcome, Jeremy Puglisi from can, RVFTA. 
I'm going to scratch this off the bucket list. I have wanted to be on Girl Camper since episode one. I'm shaking right now. I'm so nervous to be on the show. I'm so excited. Well, you know what? I I have been looking for an excuse to come down to the new and official podcast studio. So we're podcasting officially from the studio. I mean, you guys do it every week, but this is my first time in the studio studio. We've been trying to lure Janine into the studio for months, and now she's here. Janine's been wandering, but I'm home for like two weeks now, and this was on my bucket list. And we have a celebrity in the house. (laughs) So I hope I can add some value to your show. I'm nervous. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Well, so our topic today, I really love this because this is something I think a lot of us struggle with. What to get your Mr. Sister for Father's Day. And I have some tips. And I'm so glad because you're Stephanie's Mr. Sister, and but you, you've been camping a while, so you've got some good ideas for us. Yeah, definitely. And these are all things we have used and tried over the years. So we have eight great products. So this isn't just about. pulled out of the hat. This is tried and true. These are tried and true. Absolutely. We love all eight of these products. Both Stephanie and I have used them extensively. And there's things here from like $30 to about $200. So good price points, something good for everybody. Points. And I'm super excited about this because Rick and I have decided we were all at Turkey Swamp last weekend and we had a little yellow pad going on the countertop where we were marking down these things that we want to buy for the trailer. So we always flip back and forth. We we don't have doubles of everything. So we have the family camper and Janine's girl camper and we're always pulling things out of one. Then we get on a trip and we're like, we don't even have a grill. Yeah, it's a good way to forget things yeah. if you don't have those dedicated items for So your we camper. said we're going to do dedicated items. So let's go through the list, Jeremy, because I'm excited about what Rick might be getting. And we're going to put up a blog post on the Girl Camper website. Yes. It's going to have links to all of these, to the Amazon affiliate store. Yes. So you can purchase any one of these things by going to girlcamper.com, and it's going to take you to Stephanie and Jeremy's affiliate link to Amazon. Okay. Are you ready? I mean, uh, I'm I, really hoping the Girl Camper's like this. Oh, I am. Ha- I'm so so Super ready. So let's go. Number one. What's your number one thing? The Truma Level Check. It's $69.99, which might seem like a high price point. And Stephanie and I have debated whether this is a high price point. But ultimately, we think it's worth it, particularly for some people. So what this does, it's about the size of a small flashlight. And it actually has a LED flashlight on it. But it also has an ultrasound sensor that you can press up against your propane tank. And it tells you the exact level of where your propane tank is at. So in other words, you don't have to unscrew your propane tank, take it out, shake it, try and guess if you need more. You're going to get an exact reading of where your propane is. Hang it off two or three fingers and try to decide how heavy it is. That's our system right now. And propane's kind of, it's kind of actually hard to figure out how much propane you have in a tank. It's not like shaking a gallon of milk. It just doesn't work that way. Now, for some people, if your propane tank's a little bit harder to get to as well, um, this is a really nice little tool. And I love the fact that it also has the LED flashlight on it. So if you have the plastic cap that goes on top of your two, would you take that off? Yes, you would pull that off. And you hold the gadget up. You press it right up against the tank. If it flashes red, that means it's empty at that level. So then you would move it down. Okay. Move it down an inch, two inches, try it again. If it flashes green, that's where your propane is. So you get a very accurate reading on the tank. Okay, now we we actually could have used that at Turkey Swamp this weekend because the dealer filled up a little bit of our tank for us, but we had absolutely no idea if we were going to run out of propane or hot water. Janine, I would have lent you mine. (laughs) (laughs) And believe me, I am good at borrowing things at the campground. (laughs) 
So I think this is a really great pick. Okay. I mean, okay. you just got to decide, is it worth 70 bucks? Okay. I actually think that's fairly reasonable. This is something you invest in. It's a piece of equipment. You keep it in your camper. You're going to have and it And there's 10 nothing years. like it out there. And it does use ultrasound technology. That's what they say. <laughs> and that's got to be, you know, expensive. Okay. All right. So, all right. Number two, then. Number two. I love this one as well. It's the Taste Pure 25-foot heated drinking water hose, $67.50. So this is a, a drinking water hose, just like we all have for our RVs, but you plug it in to electric at the campground and it heats the hose so that you can use it in the winter. So if you were camping in really cold weather... Like yep. when we were in West Virginia and we woke up with two inches of snow. Now, your your water line can freeze. And that'll be oh, the yeah. first thing that does freeze, actually, if you're camping yeah, in the winter. because it's sitting on the ground. Absolutely. So Stephanie and I have, you know, we get up in the morning occasionally when we're camping late in the fall. And you can't get water into the RV because that line is frozen. So this is just wrapped in such a way that it that it's heated and you plug it right in. At the I have never heard of this. Well, I did not know have, this product existed. Janine right now is ordering this from Amazon as she's hosting. <laughs> I, it's going to make my short list. That's a pretty cool and thing. And I think 70 bucks isn't really that bad for this. 25 feet. A regular hose is going to run you 30 or $40. That's right. So that's, you know, it's less than double to have it heated. That's right. So it really just if you're a winter camper or if you like going really late into the fall and if you're occasionally camping where there's snow on the ground, this is for you. And, you know, you don't probably don't have to use the heated part. So it's not a hose that you only pull out when it's cold. You can use this and not plug it in. Now, Janine, you make a great point that I didn't think of. You could just <laughs> use this as your water hose all season long and then just plug it in when have it gets that cold. Option. I didn't think of that. That's why they pay me the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, again, another top pick, and it's right around that same price point as the um, the Truma level check. And yeah. I think Dad could deserves a $70 gift on yeah, Father's Day. Yeah, I don't know. Between the two of them, that, that would be a hard pick if you only had to pick one. Well, you don't only have to pick one, do you, Janine? <laughs> well, not if you're my Mr. Sister. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So let's move on then. That's two nice price points and equally um, enticing things. So number three, what you got? We're going to step up in the price point here. This is about $239.99. It's the RV Lock 4.0. Now, this replaces the lock on your RV, and it's a lock that gives you a key fob and remote entry and a coded entry. It's much wow. more secure than your standard RV lock. Now, what people say anecdotally is that RV keys can open up RVs, other RVs, you know, that they're not really giving you a well, different can I tell key you every time. Please we, do. We just got home from the um, picture up our new trailer and they never gave us a key for the back door the, where the, the secure, storage yeah, the storage door so our, our friend mary came over mary episode 22 came over and um she gave me her key and opened it right up get out well yeah. that's what we're talking about here so and if you could do that with someone else's door i'm not trying to scare anybody it's just something that people say it's out there and so if you're a person that's security minded a girl camper traveling alone i think 239 bucks for some extra security i do like the idea that it comes with the fob and as you're approaching it because you remember I had Holly Burroughs on the show and she talked to us about safety and why should it be any different with your trailer than it would be with your car? So she said, you wait until you're like five feet away from that car and you open it and you only hit the fob once because you don't want all four doors to open and then you are immediately in. So I like that idea at the campground at night 
you know, being 10 feet from your trailer, opening that door and getting right in. Yeah, and it's a cliche to say, but you can't put a price on safety. And, you know, if you're a girl camper traveling alone, I think this is a really great product that's getting great reviews. It's very easy to install. You should be able to install it yourself. Well, the, another thing that I think would be um, an interesting uh, a plus in this uh, with this product is that if you lose your key, you have the keypad. Now, you lose your fob, which is the key in this case. You've got the keypad. Exactly. So and we've lost our keys. Oh, I mean, we, we have absolutely we, lost our keys. I mean, we've, we always find them. But well, you won't have that hour of panic and searching along the bottom of the, the truck or That's whatever. right. And on last week's episode with Elaine Smith, we were talking about the hilarious story where Elaine's keys were inside on her kitchen table in the camper. But the door locked behind her when she went out and somebody had to go in the safety door underneath and scoot in. Well, if you had this, you could just... Keep at it open. Well, in our family, our boys lock the RV door from the inside. Oh. And in fact, three, when they're in or out, <laughs> when they're inside, three-year-old Wesley locked us out of the RV the other day. So we were, you know, we're mm-hmm. able to get right in with that, with that number code. Okay. All right. I, I, I gotta tell you, I like that. They all sound good, don't they, Janine? Yeah. It's going to be a tough choice. Tough choice so far. Okay. So we got one, two, three. Now we're in number four. What you got? All right. If you are into RVing, you know that the grills that come with RVs are garbage. And everyone jokes around and calls them RVQs. They don't (laughs) heat evenly. They literally, I think they cost a dollar to be produced. And they stick them in the RV and they come with the RV. One of the best things you can do for a quick upgrade is to buy yourself a decent grill and just dump the RVQ. So Stephanie and I love the Weber Q1000 grill. It comes in at $169, which we think is actually an awesome price for a Weber. It's pretty compact, so it's easy to store in a storage bin, even in a girl camper, maybe a, you know, a tab mm-hmm. or a Riverside Retro. You would be able to store this or in the back of the pickup truck, but yet you know, we can grill burgers for the whole family. We can grill steaks, and it heats everything Now, evenly. is this a gas grill? This is not charcoal. This is a this gas is a grill. This is a gas grill. So we, we plug it right into our RV's gas line, or you okay. could just take your propane tank off and plug it right in there. And now I've seen yours, and it's got a nice stand on it and a wheel kit. Is that part of it, or is that a separate That's purchase? That's an extra fee, Janine. You're not getting a free stand. Great okay. question, though. That's like another $100, okay. I think, to get the stand, maybe 80 to $100. What Well worth it to get that stand, but you yeah. could also just set it up on the picnic table or set it up on whatever little table. I like the stand. That picnic table with small kids and, you know, yeah, touching I mean, a hot look, grill. Yeah, I mean, look, we did buy the stand. We did. Go, yeah. we, we used it all last summer without the stand, and we thought, you know what, it's worth it to get that Weber mm-hmm. stand. Okay, so... This is a silly question. Do you who does the grilling, Jeremy? You well, are you I, the griller? I would say Stephanie does ninety percent of the grilling. It pains me to say it. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying to grill more, and I did grill a bit more last season. But Stephanie is the cook in the family. She loves this grill. How many burgers can you fit on a Q1000? Definitely six. I mean, okay. I, you might be able to squeeze eight in. Definitely, definitely six. Okay. All right. So that's good to know because. Most people aren't cooking for a crew. Right. Especially and most of the girl campers the girl aren't making campers six are, burgers yeah. at a time. Though so, you guys do socialize and get together and eat together. Yeah. So. But, you know, whenever you hear about the girl camper trips, you hear about the big ones. But most of the time, it's a half a dozen girls just getting together. Well, a half a dozen girls so could have a half, half a, dozen a dozen burgers. burgers. Right. Okay. And they'd be good to go. All right, so that's a good recommendation. The Weber Q1000 Grill, $169. Right. But you know what? They're probably on sale everywhere now. Well, shop around. Father's Day. Okay, and uh, yeah. for Father's Day and check That's the Amazon store. That's one of the grills store. are on sale. 
Now, the next item goes along with the grill. So we recently purchased a bristle-free grill brush for only $16.95. Now, a lot of people have read those nightmare stories where a little bristle from the, gr- the, um, the grill cleaner comes off, gets into a burger, some poor kid swallows it, yeah. scrapes their throat, creates a huge, huge problem. And again, not trying to be alarmist, but this bristle-free grill brush eliminates that fear altogether. So when I was at your campsite this weekend, I saw your bristle-free grill for a brush for the first time. So it basically looks like those old-fashioned stainless steel scrubbies from the dollar store that our grandmas used to use. It it's does. all rounded, but it's a double. It looks like a double cheeseburgers. Right. And it has a really nice heavy-duty plastic handle on it, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Were you coveting? I was coveting. I was coveting uh, again, your... Again, <laughs> we would have let you test it, Janine. You just have to ask. No, when someone's feeding me for free, I I don't um, question it. <laughs> and again, seventeen dollars to just be a, feel a little bit safer with um you know with your food. I, I never knew that about the bristles coming off. You hear a lot of stories about it, you know, and it hasn't happened to us personally, thank God. But it's it's out there that that does happen. All right, so there's a solution to that. And in the bottom of the price range, you could get. Two items if you bought one of these. This, I think, is definitely an add-on for the okay. Mr. Sister. I okay. wouldn't just get him the sixteen ninety five <laughs> bristle-free grill brush unless he's been really naughty this year. I was going to say, it depends on what kind of Mr. Sister he is. Well, but if you get him the Weber grill and you throw in the bristle-free grill brush, he's yeah. going to be a happy guy. He's going to be happy And he's going to want to go camping. Okay. All right. So we're moving on. We're on number five now. The Anderson Camper Levelers. $39.99. Now, anyone who's RV'd knows that there's a lot of campsites out there that are not very level. And when you get your RV set up and then you walk in and you realize you're sleeping on a slant or your RV is crooked from side to side, it's a little bit of a pain in the neck. And most of us just use wood blocks. And for years, I just used wood blocks. It's not really easy to get wood blocks level, is it? Because it's the wood not. blocks are such a variety of different lengths. So the Anderson Camper leveler, Levelers, you describe them as looking like hard-shelled Commas. That's what I said. I want that comma kind. <laughs> so you, you slide one. it under the tire and you just back up onto it to whatever point you need to back up on. So it literally covers any any height. So it basically. starts very narrow and it gets very high at the end and right. you just keep backing up on it until the trailer is level. Exactly. Whereas opposed to the wood, I mean, you might put wood under the tire and still not be level. You might be too high then, right? It just doesn't give you range when you're using wood blocks. But I think this... So Carol... Carol BFF got this last year. Her husband actually gave her this for Mother's Day. <laughs> Wise. Yes. Man. And um so we used it on our Wellsboro trip last year for the first time, and I, I just couldn't get over how easy these were to use. I have been coveting this. Everyone that has them loves them. And a lot of people out there in RVFTA Nation, RVFTA Podcast Land, are buying these, and they're very, very happy with them. Now, keep in mind, if you have a single axle, you just need to order one for thirty nine ninety nine. You don't need If to. you have a dual axle, you got to get two of them for $80. So all of a sudden, it does become a little bit more of a high-ticket item. So for us... Us, right. It's 40 times two. Now, for you in the Riverside Retro, it's just $40. That's yeah, all that's you need. It. And it also comes with a chalk for the, the rear of the tire to secure to that other. as well. Okay, so I want to say this about not being level because I'm addressing girl campers and you know who you are. So a lot of people think it's no big deal to not be level. But now that I have a real camper, I know that if you're not level, it affects the way your refrigerator runs and the propane lines run. So it's really important to be level. Great point, Janine. And also, bizarrely enough, it can affect whether your DVD player works. 
It really does. Now, it can, that was what would bother the Mr. Sister. No, it does. When we used to have the pop-up camper, if we were not level, the mm-hmm. CD and DVD player, I kid you not, would stop working. Yeah. So it's important to be level. And plus, I hate getting into bed after a long, fun day at the campground yeah. and realizing that your head is sloping downwards. Yes. You know, so you want to nail that right at the beginning when you're getting into your site and get take the extra 10 to 15 minutes and get your RV level. And just level. get it right. And this makes it quicker and easier than the wood blocks. And I, I like the fact that you only need the one. If you're a single axle, you only need the one. And I also see this as an add-on for the Mr. Sister. You know, you get him something else, and this is the bonus gift. The bonus gift <laughs> for choosing door number two. Okay, I like this one. This is on my short list. Okay, number six. The Igloo Freestanding Ice Machine for $139. Now... Maybe you think of this as a big ticket item and, oh, I can make ice in my freezer. RV freezers are small. And I just don't want to be constantly making ice the old-fashioned way with trays when I'm on a trip. So I think something like this is great for having cold drinks. And we all know when you're camping on a hot day, to have some ice in your beverage is really, really nice. I think it's worth $139. Well, let me tell you a little story about this ice machine. So I saw my friend Michael, who is one of the tab guys, and he posted online in January that his mother, Rose, who is the quintessential Italian mama, bought him and this ice machine for his trailer for the upcoming season. So I posted, does anyone else have an ice machine and do you think it's worth it? I could not get over it. It was like 110 responses, 109 of them positive. One person said I bought it. I never used it. Everybody really loved this. I think this is one of those things that people don't realize they want. But if they see a picture of it or if they receive it as a gift, they'll love it. Because who doesn't want ice at the So campground? here's what the girl campers do with these. They put them outside. They don't keep them inside. They Certainly. put them outside. And apparently the tray that the ice drops into is not refrigerated itself. So the ice begins to melt. So you have two options. You could take it out and put it in a Ziploc bag and store it in your freezer but the the machine has a really cool function, apparently, in which when the ice begins to melt, it recycles it back into the feed line and just makes new ice cubes out of it. Great. An efficient machine. Definitely. Yeah. So, you know what? What was it? It was 91 degrees when we were all camping last weekend. It, it was, was hot, hot at Turkey Swamp. And it let me tell you, so we ran out of ice, you yeah. know, and we had to keep making ice because we had a lot of people over. And then we got that big bag of ice from the campground that we have to beat the crap out of in the driveway to get all the blocks of ice broken down into oh, ice cubes. and you size. hurt your fingers and your fingers get all back and blue smashing yeah. the ice bags. Who wants to do that? So I actually asked my Mr. Sister to give me this for Mother's Day. <laughs> and okay. we went online. I showed him which one. And all the reviews on Amazon said, and this was the machine. It was the Igloo. The Igloo freestanding. Yes. And people said um, it was available at Amazon, uh, on Amazon, of course. But they said you could get it at Walmart. And I went to four Walmarts and you could not get it. And I'm so sorry that I just didn't order it from Amazon because I'd have it now. Well, you know what? I always count on you for ice, Janine. <laughs> Whenever I go over to your site, you do have ice. I like to be but you refreshed. Probably, you're probably working too hard to make that ice. I know. I know. So this, the Pettit's are getting this, but it's not going to be... Pettit's going to get it. Pettit's going to get it. That's, that's happening at the Pettit campsite. 
All right. That's a done deal. Let's move on. Let's move to hot drinks. Okay. So I have a Camelback Forge 16-ounce travel mug, $29.99, which is a bit on the high end for a travel mug. This thing does not leak. You could turn this upside down and shake it as hard as you possibly could. Your coffee's not leaking out of it. It keeps your coffee hot or your tea, if you're a tea drinker, for five to six hours. It's very rugged. It has a clip on it. So you could actually, if you're hiking, clip it onto your backpack mm-hmm. and it could be accessible, very easily accessible. And I have gone through many travel mugs. I have a little bit of like an addiction or an issue with getting lots of travel mugs and trying <laughs> all of them. And I've tried the LLB ones. I've, tr- I've tried Stanley. This is my favorite after trying about 10 different travel mugs. It is about $10 more than most of the other ones. Yeah, that seems and like a lot steel. for me. Stainless steel, Janine. $30 is a lot. So this would be the travel mug for life. I mean, this thing is is built to last. There's no doubt about it. And Camelback makes great products. You know, a lot of your listeners might have Camelback water bottles. Uh, This is a really terrific product. Okay. We had some Camelback equipment when my son was hiking. Yeah, it's it's made for the outdoors. It's made to be rugged. Absolutely. I think it's a pretty good looking travel mug as well. So if you're really into the coffee thing... This would be a great gift. I think so. You know, if the Mr. Sister's the type that drinks coffee all year round, all camping season mm-hmm. round, and he wants to make it in the morning and keep it hot for a few hours, I think this is a terrific gift. I like the idea of how it stays hot for five hours, because I can imagine that you have your coffee in the morning, you go on your hike, That's you're at right. the top of that mountain, you're taking your rest, you want that hot coffee. You don't have to make it. It's made. Now, let's imagine that you're hiking in Maine. And it's Acadia National Park, and you go for a morning hike, and then you dive into the ocean at Sand Beach, and it's 55 degrees. And you, <laughs> that would not happen. <laughs> you scream and you cry like a baby. You run back onto the beach. There's your hot coffee waiting for you. Okay, there's Okay, does twenty nine ninety nine seem expensive now, Janine? No, that's priceless. <laughs> I, I, I agree. <laughs> okay, here we go. Last one, though. Last one, number eight. And I have had this for years, okay? So it's the Estwing four-pound special edition Fireside Friend Wood Splitting Axe. $50 comes with a leather handle. Now, this has that four-pound axe head. And because it's so heavy, you just have to knock on the top of the log and it splits it, it in splits. half. In fact, I'm, I'm actually kind of curious, Janine. I'd like you to try this. I want to see if this is also good for the girl campers. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Or if it is a yeah. bit too heavy. I'm, I do I'm have genuinely one. genuinely curious. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to put too much effort in it to split your wood. Now, why would you want to split your fire logs? Because they burn quicker and they burn better if you can kind of cut them up into smaller pieces or split them in half and open them. Um, this is $50, but it's the special edition with the leather handle. There's also one for twenty nine ninety nine that has more of like a plastic handle, but it's a forged um, – one piece of forged metal. Okay. And this is a tool – I will give these to my kids. Like right. 20 years from now, I'm going to be like, son. This is a buy it once item. Yeah. Buy, this is a total buy it once item. And 20 years from now, I'm going to be like, son, I want to pass on this to you. And then I'll buy a new then one. And you better get two more. <laughs> I know. Three of everything. My blessing and my curse. Yeah. Yeah. Three of it. So this is interesting to me because I do have a little inexpensive axe that I bought at a flea market for 20 bucks. And it wobbles at the top. 
That's because it's not one piece of forged metal. That's right. Because it's, it's two pieces connected. And it's that, on and a wood handle, and yep. it's 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 become loose. That's the difference between you know maybe a twenty dollar one and a forty dollar one. So this is one piece of beautiful forged metal. The, and Estwing, these are made in America. They're really beautiful looking tools. Oh, cool! And this isn't your standard camp axe. This has that big, heavy four pound head. Okay, and does it have a blade cover? The special edition definitely does. That's what makes it special. Yes. I don't think the $30 one does, but the special edition one does. I know because I just stepped up to the special edition. It does come with a nice cover for the head. Absolutely. All right. So you've given me a lot of food for thought here and hopefully all of our listeners too. You you probably own all of this already, right? I love all of these. We love all of these things. what, What would your pick be? My pick of the show, Janine, this is really tough. This is hard for me. <laughs> I, I do love that Estwing Fireside Friend because I use it on every single camping trip. If there's a campfire uh, around our RV, I'm using this to split up the wood at night. And I just know, like you said, it's like you buy it once. I know I'm going to have this for 20 to 30 years. Where you look at so many other products that come out on the market today, and it's just always a question as to how long they'll last. And Mm -hmm. if you're going to be buying a new one in five years, this this will be around long after I'm gone. Right. Yeah, so that's a good... Yeah. Yeah, so that's my pick of the show. And I just think, you know, $50 leather handle. It's a really nice Mr. Sister gift. It's kind of macho. It has a little bit of like the macho manly <laughs> factor to it to you're some my degree. Big, you're my big axe man. Yeah, go split up some wood <laughs> get for some, me, Mr. Sister. Get some wood. <laughs> yeah, and I love all these other things too, but I, I think I would go with the S-Wing. How about you? What would you pick as your pick oh, of the gosh, show out of is, these eight items? This is going to show how petty I am, but I'm talking among friends. <laughs> so, that's right. <laughs> so there's this... This passive aggressive part of me that's going get that ice machine and really drive home that point of the time Rick bought you a VCR for your birthday when he really wanted a VCR. <laughs> but Janine, you watch movies too. Did he at least get it in a color and a pattern that you like? He was using it to view training manuals on pest control at home <laughs> many, many moons ago. <laughs> so I kept saying to him, I, I don't know what I'm going to wear tonight. I think I'll wear my new VCR. I did that for 10 years. So there is so, a part that's your petty pick. But That's you know what, though? He would pick. like the ice machine, though. You know what I'm saying? And you'd get I, that little nudge of revenge as I, well. I think he would like the ice machine. But honestly, Rick is so practical. He would probably want the level check, the Truma level check. If if he had this list, I am telling you, he would pick that. If you're a gadget guy, you know, if you're the type of yeah. Mr. Sister who just likes gadgets and likes new technology, there's no other product out yeah. there like the level check. Or though, if he was feeling flush, I think he would really want the RV lock. Yeah, the RV lock, that is our top pick in terms of price, in terms of stepping it up. So. Yeah, but I think I think um, that that would be something Rick would. We're forever losing keys at the Pettits, so that would solve a lot of problems for us right. and be a security measure. Right. I would love to hear if the girl campers listening purchase any of these and if they like them. So oh, yeah. you can pass if, that info on. Uh, I'm going to say that if anybody buys any of these things, uh, please buy them through girlcamper.com and then tell us what you think of them. And if you don't like them, just you know, email Janine directly about that. <laughs> no. Or how about this? Everybody else, if you bought your Mr. Sister something camping related, send us a note. Yeah, if there's any other great things out there we yeah, missed. Maybe there's we're so miss- many great Maybe gifts. we're missing something, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and I want to put it on the list for next year. Janine, I really hope you have me back on the show. <laughs> I, 
I, I think I could dream up a topic. I, I'll, I'll do the topic. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Anytime, Jeremy. This was so this much was a fun. Blast. Thank you so much for having me on. It has seriously been a goal to get on the Girl Camper Show. <laughs> I, you know what? You're not the first man on the Girl Camper Show, but you're the first other male podcaster. I'm flattered. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm honored by that. I mean, I have Stephanie on the show, and she's a podcaster, but this, you're our first guest podcast. We like to keep it in the family sometimes. Yeah, we do. Okay. And I li- boy, do I listen to your show every single week. <laughs> and not just because Stephanie's mixing it while she's sitting next to me. <laughs> You've already heard it because she's mixing it, huh? Yeah, and I, I hear the whole thing previews. before the music's in, which is like, I really like your music, too. I love your theme music. So I, I, I actually listen to it twice while she's mixing and then in the car on the way to work. I actually love the theme music from the show. And a listener wrote in and said, I love everything about your show except the theme music. And I wrote him back and I said, I picked it because of my dad and my dad played the banjo. And he said, I'm going to be able to accept it now. Thank you. So you guilted him into life. <laughs> I did. Him. I did. I made him feel bad. <laughs> well, Jeremy, thank you so much for coming on. This is so much fun. And I'm going to report next week what my mister got for, for Father's Day. Awesome. Thank you for having yeah. me, Janine. Oh, talk to you soon. This is Stephanie Puglisi from the RV Family Travel Atlas podcast. And some of you might have heard that Jeremy and I wrote a book called The Idiot's Guide RV Vacations. It's chock full of RV travel and safety tips. And it has recommendations for our top 40 American RV destinations. It's a great companion book to The Complete Idiot's Guide to RVing, which is also available from Penguin Random House. And you can find them both at your favorite book sellers or online. Thanks for reading and we will see you at the campground. I want to thank my special guest Jeremy Puglisi for being on the show today. I know what I'm picking for my Mr. Sister but I can't say it because the show will be out on Tuesday and Father's Day is not until Sunday so I don't want to give him the heads up but I'll tell you next week what I got him and whether or not he liked it. I'm actually choosing two things from the list. So Jeremy thank you so much for sharing your tips and you finally got to be on Girl Camper. I also want to thank my sponsors, Progressive Insurance, Go Little Guy Worldwide, and Penguin Random House for supporting Girl Campers and our show. I'd like to thank Stephanie Puglisi, my producer, for putting the show together. Stephanie and Jeremy can be heard every Wednesday on Campground of the Week and every Friday on the RV Family Travel Atlas podcast. We'll see you next week. Happy trails, everyone.